Greetings in the name of Christ. Welcome to the Hope to Hope podcast. This podcast exists to share Christ, His truth, and His saving love for His people. And to this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And we're going to do so by looking at Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and verse 14. I'm going to do these two verses because the last time I realized that I touched on them, briefly but did not share the the details but they are about the foundation of our joy in Christ and as Christians and and I just want us to to look at this because the next section is going to be somewhat in depth because it looks at some of these interesting and important verses in Colossians and might I add important in all of scripture because they deal with the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ it is important for us to know who Christ is understand his nature his person uh, that he has two um, natures in the in the one person of Christ and he is uh, a second person of the Trinity and we have uh, the triune God three distinct persons in the one divine essence and so this is where Paul is going to just show how Christ is creator and he is not a created being and these are verses that people who teach falsely about who Jesus is go to and they try to show that he is not the creator but we look at the foundation of our joy and what should be something that should give us joy as Christians in verse 13 and 14 for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins Christians of all people have every reason to give thanks if you remember the apostle Paul started in verse 9 giving thanks to God we, we, we just have to give thanks and hold on to what gives us joy and what we can always give thanks to. Regardless of the circumstances and regardless of where our lives may, may be at this stage, this lockdown I know is difficult for most of us. Maybe there are those who are on the other side saying, I'm okay, this lockdown is not difficult for me and uh, I'm not even afraid and scared of coronavirus and the consequences that might come from this lockdown some are very anxious of the future and some are also even scared and frightened uh, to contract the virus and also um, concerned for their loved ones but christ is going to say to us here regardless of the powerful and painful circumstances which we may find ourselves in we have to to have joy because the foundation for our joy and for our gratitude rests upon a solid, immovable stone, this rock which cannot be moved or shaken. And what is this foundation of our joy? We see where we've just read that the foundation of our joy is certainly not the temporal success which, which bounces unpredictably like waves on the ocean. Uh, the foundation of our joy is not in our self-evaluation or in our significance or our self-esteem or our sense of value or in how others perceive us or in our riches and wealth and our socioeconomic statuses 
the foundation of our joy and our happiness and our gratitude is also um, not rooted in the pleasures and the passions of this earthly life. These are all but fleeting. Even life itself is a fleeting breath. At the foundation of our joy is not grounded in the approval of others even, not even in the approval of our families or our bosses or in our education and, and things like that. But we have to know that our foundation has to be on something that is unmovable. The foundation of our joy then uh, is rooted in something that we, we have to hold on to. The foundation of our joy is rooted in something that is stable, sovereign, and safe. Those three essence. The foundation of our joy is that which is in that which is infinite, immutable, immeasurable. The foundation of our joy is in God and His acts of grace and loving kindness towards us. So one of our responses to God then to for his actions and what he has done for us in the Lord Jesus Christ is to always give thanks to him because even when we may find ourselves in difficult situations of life we, we can never have no reasons to not thank God for what he has done for us in Christ on the cross we find ourselves even when we find ourselves failing to give thanks and when we find ourselves not thinking and feeling that Christ's death for us is real when we feel that we are we are shaking and our hands are drooping it is vital for us to root ourselves in sections like these two verses and remind ourselves of what the foundation of our joy is if you think of what the apostle paul was saying here and the situation that he found himself in he was imprisoned in rome in the most cruelest prisons of the time and while he was in difficulties he models for us this kind of gratitude that we have to give to God when we read this letter we always have to remember that Paul is in prison he does not have his freedom we may be struggling with this lockdown our freedom is taken away from us but here is someone who had no freedom at all our freedoms are taken away from us but to some extent if we are to be honest and evaluate ourselves most of us are really affected in our social life social life we cannot see people that we want to see and meet with people that we want to meet at the times we want to meet but most of us can still go to the shops and and buy things that we need and have access to the internet at home and so we are not even under um, intense um, persecution and suppression like Paul was. He is awaiting trial here and he certainly could be executed any time. And his crime was the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yet when he writes this letter, he says in verse 3 there, we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. How could, give, how could Paul give thanks at such a time? It was because the foundation of his joy was God and his gracious acts despite his circumstances. We realize that God's people are a people who are joyous and give thanks and are filled with gratitude. 
we have to be this way. Isn't it true that we have to ask ourselves the question, if it is true that God's people are people of joy and who give thanks, why is it so hard that we 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 find it uh, difficult to to not grumble and complain why do we complain easily why do we why are we so uh, discontent with our circumstances why is it so easy for us to neglect such activities as giving thanks to god when you think about these questions you think the reason maybe why we are this way is because we do not cultivate a joyous gratitude or a heart filled with with gratitude we fail to cherish all that god has done for us in christ we fail to see that life itself is even a gift a gracious gift and nothing we have we deserve we fail to to even cherish and enjoy life itself that god has given us but here we see that we have reasons to give thanks to god and here paul reminds us that the foundation of our joy is in the person of God and in Christ Jesus himself. He considers it um, a, a good thing for us to do. Uh, we have to, to, to give thanks to God. And, and here we see the, the four reasons why we have to give thanks to God. And I'm going to leave you with these and ask you to, to pray to God and, and, and ask him to fill you with gratitude for what he has done for you. And might I challenge you to not only thank God for what he has done for you as we see in this passage, but think about the believers that you know. Think about them, think about their names, write their names down. And this evening or tomorrow, pray for them, mention them by name. Say firstly, as he has done for you in verse 13, we thank God who qualifies us, or rather in verse 12, we thank God who qualifies us to share in his inheritance. And secondly, we thank God who rescue, who has rescued us from a miserable state, the domain of darkness. Thank God that he has transferred us into his marvelous light, into the kingdom of his beloved son. And lastly, Thank God that we have forgiveness of our sins. In verse 14, redemption. Not only you, but believers in your life as well.